0: have to try this. Okay, just a bye <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome to Social Takeout.
1: Small bites of social discussion. Before we get
0: started, as always, we just wanted to ask you to go check out our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash social takeout. Um, you'll receive an extra episode every week for just $5 a month. Uh, we only have two patrons on our patreon right now um one is my mother and the other is my ex um (laughs) who calls me to complain about the episodes on patreon so like he's not complaining about the content he's complaining that like i drag him um so (laughs) please sign up save me from this nightmare
1: (laughs) yes please also please help us out by giving us a five-star review on apple podcasts it really helps other people find our podcasts like we always mention uh you can also find us on insta twitter and facebook at hello social takeout yes and
0: probably by the by the time this comes out our tiktok will be out
1: Oh, my God. Yes. We're so excited about it. Some of the videos are hilarious. I laughed just watching it. So, like, (laughs) free entertaining content. Go follow us on TikTok. Social takeout. Yes.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. In our last episode, we talked about mental illness, which is a very obviously serious topic. Mm -hmm. Uh, The topic is something that we both had uh, some personal experiences on. Well, still have personal experiences (laughs) in. (laughs) Um, Now, if you have not listened to it yet, guys, please go and check it out. I promise you will find it very helpful. Yeah.
0: But today we want to focus on how society can enable everyone to bring their best selves forward. Thank you, Jeremy, for this very floral, (laughs) flowery, colorful script. It's fun of being Canadian. Yeah. How (laughs) we as a society can be accessible to all bodies and mental states. Um, So today we are talking about accessibility.
1: Yeah, and first of all, let's define what accessibility is. So according to the almighty Uh (laughs) dictionary.com, accessibility is the quality of being suitable or adapted for use by people with disabilities.
0: Okay, so is disability a bad word? According to... Yeah, yeah, so some people are confused about this. Um, But Mm. according to an article by Liza on The Mighty... The Mighty is an online magazine. She writes, quote, I am a disability advocate, a disability blogger, and I am disabled. We all want to be seen as an individual beyond a label that may change how people perceive us. And yet, disability is a part of who I am, like my brown hair. But it's not something that should be seen first or something an able-bodied person should make a judgment about and consequently make judgment about who I am based on it.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely guilty of this. I'll Mm -hmm. explain a little later. So uh, just to go on, in the same article, she goes on to list a few things you should never do or tell to a disabled person as an able-bodied person. So here are some. The first one is... You say it is offensive to call someone disabled or prefer to call them specially abled or differently abled. Yeah. This is what I'm guilty of because when I first read that, you know, um, definition on Mm dictionary.com, it basically said, uh, it is, you know, adapted for use by people with disabilities. And I thought that was a bad word. So I thought maybe they should change it to people with all abilities (laughs) sort of idea. Yeah
0: it's like i feel a lot of the time people will say differently abled or um all abilities to like make themselves feel better you know yeah yeah um so the next is when you attempt to inspire a disabled person by comparing them to another person with a disability pointing and saying look if they can do it you can too
1: yeah that's pretty fucked up (laughs) Yeah, because different dif- disabilities are different. Like just because a person, say, for example, is on a wheelchair, two people are in a wheelchair, their disabilities can be completely different. Yeah, sure. I mean,
0: it's like the difference between like someone using a, a wheelchair because they have had um, an amputation versus someone using yeah. a wheelchair because they are paraplegic.
1: Exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's also this idea that, all oh, disabled people have one look sort right. of idea. Yeah. Um, anyways, the next one is you're shopping at the market and need to reach something on the top shelf, but someone in a wheelchair is blocking your access and you just push them out of the way. Are my you god going
0: you uh, own up
1: to laughing at this? Or? <laughs> I did. The first time I read this, I, I just had this image of just someone being pushed to the side. Right. Obviously, it's horrible. Because it's absurd that you would like move someone you know and apparently it's common but apparently it's common because uh, according to her liza she's -hmm. saying that because people think that you know how you would never go touch a person and move them to the side well not everyone but you know most people won't (laughs) Uh, because you need to get permission before you touch someone they don't consider the wheelchair to be as part of them in many ways so they think it's okay to just push them aside like a cart Mm -hmm. this is Crazy, yeah to me, <laughs>
0: yeah, uh the last <laughs> one is you think it's okay to ignore those who are deaf within a mixed room, um yeah, like I yeah, will I've seen say, this in action so many times, yeah, like I'm just like thinking of my own experiences, like, so a lot of these things like ignoring someone who's in the room or like um saying differently abled or like all abilities like it's about your own comfort Mm -hmm. um so like i i i will say that like i'm definitely guilty of like well i don't know how to um communicate with this person so i just won't (laughs) yeah
1: yeah uh the ignoring thing for example like say you go into a restaurant with someone right yeah uh and there's one person who is deaf or um i mean how do you even see that but maybe the way they talk whatever it is so say the waitress or waiter comes across and they do not ask them what they want Mm -hmm. they ask their friend what they want sort of idea yeah so maybe that is where instead of trying at least to you know talk to them in a way yeah that would be pretty
0: pretty Uh, um side note i have a really hilarious story to tell you about my mother and a deaf man who worked at a store but i'll save it for our patreon um (laughs) (laughs) so some other things you should stop saying and doing to disabled people um don't ask what a disabled person's
1: disabilities are yeah yeah that Uh, is like uh, you would think that's like common sense but if you really think about it people normally ask oh what happened (laughs) sort of idea
0: like you shouldn't ask that like it's none of your business like maybe if you're friends and they want to tell you then fine but like that and um you know some people have invisible disabilities you know yeah so like a mental health problem which might not all always be um instantly recognizable when you look at them um and I mean, there are just so many, there's so many medical conditions that can um, really be considered a disability, even if it's not legally a disability.
1: Um, So it's just
0: like, mind your own business.
1: Yeah, also, like, you just need to know about what kind of needs they may require as a person with a disability. You do need to know what exactly is the cause for it. It's kind of like asking a person, an able-bodied person, what their medical history is. Like, Mm -hmm. you're not entitled to know that at all. There's no no reason for it.
0: mind your own business. Yeah,
1: (laughs) exactly. There is this, Yeah. uh,
0: Sorry, there is this, like, um... 93-year-old woman who was interviewed for, like, um, like a really fluff New York Times piece, like, oh, what's the secret to living long? And she was, like, avoiding men and minding my own business. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my mental piece. Yeah. <laughs> That's what helped so far. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> all right. The don't assume all disabled people look the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Isn't that, like, sort of like a given sort of idea? Because sure. disability comes in, like, different Sure, but I think a lot
0: of people just have one um, vision in their head of what a disabled person is. So, like, uh, uh, someone in a wheelchair. wheelchair. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fun fact that, like, I don't know why we didn't mention this at the top, but, like, I was in a wheelchair for two years total. Like, not two years back-to-back, but, like, uh, for a year when I was in, like, fourth grade. And then in high school, after I broke my ankle and couldn't – walk for, like, six months. Um, but, yeah, so two years total of my life I spent in a wheelchair, and it was, like...
1: Yeah. It was so a very eye-opening understand experience. It. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And that's the thing. I, I think a lot of people don't understand that spaces that they may be in are not... Created for everyone, yeah. uh, Just because it's it's completely accessible to them. So once you actually go through something like this, you immediately start realizing all the stuff that's around you.
0: Even things that are "quote unquote" uh, handicap accessible are not always, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So
0: don't help a disabled person without asking. Yes, very much so. Yeah. Don't do that.
1: Yeah, it's like patronizing, isn't it? Yes, (laughs) (laughs) patronizing. All right. The next one is really hard, but especially for me and I think you too, but it's we will not do it. It's do not pet the guy dog. The dog is working. Leave it's the dog working. World. Yes. <laughs> yeah, And I've seen this happen in front of me and I'm like, <gasps> but you, you know what? Yeah,
0: There's yeah. like this problem where people in the US, so like in Berlin, like you can take your dog with you everywhere. Okay. Yeah. Um, but in the US you can't. And so people will get their dog just a little like working dog vest and take them in the store. And meanwhile, the dog is peeing on things and like yapping and like people are petting him. And, um, you know, they're representing this dog as a a service dog, which they are not. And that actually makes it harder for people with service animals to um go into a store like unharassed you know it's like people want to pet their dog no it's a service dog you can't touch actual service dogs they're working
1: Um, i don't like strangers even touching my like non-service dog (laughs) yeah
0: Yeah, i'm not i i don't like invading people's personal space and so like even if i see a dog that i really want to pet i will leave it alone unless i'm given permission
1: a oh, little going off topic this has actually happened to me on the uban over here the subway mm-hmm. where i'm just holding brie my dog and these people without even asking me to come and pet her like touch her head you should bite them like it's corona <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> i'm wearing a mask first of all and secondly i don't want to be, like what they are touching my dog like where i don't know where the hands have been you nothing should so i think Bri there's this whole idea them. no she'll just wag her tail and go after them I know she's (laughs) such a sweetheart Uh, anyways back on topic Mm -hmm. so let's talk specifically about mental illness since especially the last episode we were talking about it Mm -hmm. and how it affects people at work so Nearly one in five U.S. adults aged 18 and older reported a mental illness in 2016. It's probably gone up now. Yeah. <laughs> 2016 um, is when Trump went into power. I feel like
0: 100% sure it's gone up 1,000%. Um, I am not. I know that that's a high number, but I, I can't say that I'm super surprised about it because there's so much stress living in a um, capitalistic uh, system yeah. um, that how could you do anything other than internalize it, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. So poor mental health and stress can negatively affect an employee. Um, So in terms of, like, job performance and productivity.
1: Yeah, and also, like, engagement with their work. Communication with coworkers. Physical capability and daily functioning. So we know that this is... (laughs) bad thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, but okay, so think think about like just taking I can only speak for me and like my personal experiences. Um mm-hmm. like working in an office while like having two other jobs, <laughs> you know, was not great for yeah. my mental health and so like always constantly stressed but then also having the stress of not having enough money and knowing that like if I don't yeah. go to all three of these jobs, I'll be homeless. <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's a, an immense amount of pressure on yeah. the brain. hmm Yeah. And so then, like,
0: <laughs> with that pressure, how are you supposed to, like, be engaging with your coworkers and, like, be pleasant and, like, super cheerful, you know?
1: Yeah, or think clearly, even. Yeah. Because all you can think of is, like, when's can I make rent? Things mm-hmm. like that. These are actual problems that people go through on a day-to-day basis. A lot of people.
0: Yeah. I mean, for me, it so. was, like, there's a certain number that I had to make every single day. It was like, yeah. I have to make this much money
1: today. And if I don't, then I have to make more tomorrow. The number of people with mental illnesses in the U.S. is, like, way higher than what I actually thought. So this is definitely something employers should be considering, and they should be putting best practices at work for sure.
0: But so, like, we say that, but a lot of employers do not provide even yeah. basic health care.
1: Yeah. You know? And well, Yeah, exactly. Because the thing, well, basic healthcare. because also the U.S. is a completely different beast of its own when it comes to like medical sort of issues. Mm -hmm. Now, let's keep the whole thing in the U.S. thing itself. According to the CDC, here are some things employers can do to manage their employees' mental health and stress at work. So the number one thing is, uh, well, one of the points is make mental health self-assessment tools available to all employees. What do you think of that?
0: Um, I think that's okay. But there needs to be also like a clear understanding that like, if you have some trouble, you're not going to get fired. And it's not an issue. And you just, you know,
1: because like, that is what I was thinking about. Because it's kind of like, Oh, if they know about me, then because I feel like a lot of people would lie at that. Yeah, there's no way I would use those. No. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. But even in an open space where they're, uh, where they're saying that if you have it, that we will actually provide you to help with it, yeah. then you're a lot more uh, prone to say the truth in yeah, many ways. Yeah, maybe.
0: Um, the next yeah. um, point is offer health insurance with no or low out-of-pocket costs for depression medications and mental health counseling. Um, yeah, you know, yes. <laughs> employers aren't going to do this without a law. Like, you know yeah. how there's like a minimum wage, so they pay you legally. Just as much yeah. as they have to, they're not going, you know, so it's like... Exactly. Um Congress, Senate, looking at you, girl...
1: <laughs> yeah they need to actually make real workplace policies like across the board yeah for this to actually happen. Another thing is host seminars or workshops that address depression and stress management techniques like mindfulness, breathing exercises, and meditation to help employees reduce anxiety and stress and improve focus and motivation so with this, I do know there are some u s companies who do this on a regular basis, like yeah. Google when I was working for them uh, also their benefits are way different from. The regular U.S. Yeah, employee. So, like, <laughs> employer.
0: Having worked in a generic, awful, um, <laughs> you know, office business environment. Um, a hellhole. <laughs> the, yeah, the last thing I want to do is, like, sit in a room with, with my coworkers who I <laughs> don't necessarily <laughs> like and um, talk about my feelings and, like, um, practice mindfulness while, like, being around the people who stress
1: me the fuck out uh so you know i can't really get on board with this one but (laughs) unless what what if say for example because this actually happened maybe this is such a canadian thing Mm -hmm. it's like unheard of maybe in the u.s but we used to have like therapists come to the uh offices especially during like high intense work times of the year like when I was working for a Mm -hmm. festival the Toronto International Film Festival during the festival you're working like 16 hours a day they had like B12 shots and stuff like that too Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: also um Therapist to actually you can actually go and talk about your feelings. There was a massage person who would actually come and massage your shoulders while you're sitting at your desk. If That's you can amazing. Ask them and book it in advance. Yeah, but these are kind of wellness stuff. Like it's a little bit more common in Canada because I'm mental so wellness is a big thing.
0: Sorry, Americans. The United States is yeah. garbage. Like no, they're not doing any of that.
1: And yeah, there's and that was a not-for-profit so much, by the way that I worked for. There's still so
0: much <laughs> stigma. It's like. Okay. The only like maybe I'm talking out of my ass, but like the only way I could see a business bringing in a therapist or counselor is if there was a shooting.
1: Oh God! Yeah. Yeah. Well, something really bad has to happen for that to actually take. Oh God. Yeah, that seems like the regular sort of way U.S. sort of works so far. Something big has to happen for them to make these. It's like uh, maybe if there was a
0: shooting, or if someone like dropped dead in the middle of the office. (laughs) <laughs> like, from over exhaustion because they had six jobs.
1: <laughs> God, so it's prevention is not exactly the thing. <laughs> no, the U.S. Yeah. is garbage, sorry. Um, so <laughs> the,
0: the last thing on the list is provide managers with training to help them recognize the signs and symptoms of stress and depression in team members and encourage them to seek help from qualified mental health professionals. So, again, I don't want my manager coming at me with this because, like just thinking of my manager at this office, I hated that bitch. (laughs) Like, um, she didn't know what she was talking about. And it felt like every opportunity, if I made, like, a sincere mistake or, like, error, I would get dinged for it or, like, put on probation or, like, you know, it was just, like, some bullshit. So, like, if she was like, I'm really concerned about your mental health, I would promptly tell her to fuck off.
1: (laughs) yeah unless it was protected like say for example you actually have a mental health condition mm-hmm. and they cannot use that against you sort of idea that yeah. sort of training this man just seems like a bitch and was she not was. trained at all she was yeah. she, she absolutely was Mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh, oh there's when you so much in i in could the...
0: go off on
1: about, <laughs> about her like how much time do we have uh, patreon okay let's <laughs> talk about it there <laughs> so okay now we talked about mental health so let's talk about like okay we talked about workplaces mm-hmm. let's talk about public spaces yeah like spaces absolutely. that everyone should be able to use easily so mm-hmm. let me tell you berlin it's one of the most inaccessible cities I have lived in. Germans don't come at me. Yeah, but no, it's true. <laughs> it really um, is.
0: Like so, because of the time I've spent in a wheelchair, like when I am in a new city, I, I am always conscious of that. But then mm-hmm. at the beginning of last year, so the beginning of twenty twenty, perfect year. Um, I know. <laughs> I I you know had this accident where I fell down the stairs getting off of the airplane, and I you bruised. fell off a plane. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I fell off a private jet, excuse me. (laughs) Um, So like I bruised my hip and my back and like I almost broke my ankle. Um, And so it was like six weeks where I was like having a really hard time walking and getting around and like even just getting to the doctor was horrible. Like no elevators going into the subway. Uh, How did he get
1: home? Like, did he get out of the house? Yes, of course. He goes to the doctor. But he has stairs.
0: Yes, I know. There are stairs in every apartment building. Um, I had to do them very, very slowly. (laughs) You know, literally one stair at a time with breaks.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That's insane. But Mm -hmm. but that actually is a thing here. Because, like, obviously, disabilities is not, like, a North American thing. It is. (laughs) It's everywhere in the world. The fact that they have not caught up to this, which is kind of... Yeah, I don't understand. Is it because the buildings are just old? I don't I don't get why they don't, the buildings are not accessible here.
0: Yeah, I mean, a lot of these things are just very old and they haven't made any sort of, like, retrofitting to accommodate disabled people. Um, there yeah. is an activist. Um, he lives in Kun and I've seen him running around. Um, he is quadriplegic and he's in a wheelchair and he's like, I always see him on the news, like, why does it take... So, like, here you have to order a cab two days in advance if you want to make sure that they have room for a wheelchair. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's like you can't just like spur of the moment be like, oh, hey, I want to go across town as a person in a wheelchair. Let me just call this taxi. No, you have to give them 48 hours notice. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So like it's actually a really big issue.
1: Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. So it's true that I'm not the only one who actually feels that Berlin is actually extremely inaccessible. And that also coming from a person who's completely Mm -hmm. able-bodied. And I could see it. So I can't even imagine a person on a wheelchair around here. Like the freaking going from the subway out (laughs) there's certain stations you can use is wheelchair accessible. Some stations are not. So you have to get out of a different station. I just don't understand that whole thing, which Mm -hmm. is... I don't know why they have not gotten better at it. Wait, uh, the best best thing I've ever
0: seen was like, I don't remember which station, but there was a step
1: up to the elevator. I was like, (laughs) who did this? It's like... Let me see how I can piss a person in a wheelchair I, <laughs> as much as possible. Uh, it's so frustrating. Say, <laughs> like, "Oh my God!" There's a uh, elevator. Say, so "Go to it and there's a step." <laughs> I'd be like shouting over there. Yeah. When I was working in events in Canada, which is you're just creating a space that is accessible to everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, we always booked a venue based on its wheelchair accessibility, and if it wasn't absolutely accessible, we would spend money to make it accessible for the event. Like, and those are. expensive Expensive too mm-hmm. uh, getting ramps and things like that. Uh, also, we use Braille on directional signs. Okay. Not always, but we try to use it as much as possible, especially if the event someone has actually told us that they are, you know, blind or whatever. Yeah. Uh, we actually try to make it as accessible as possible. Uh, we had ample amounts of chairs at events. I, I can't oh. stress this <laughs> no.
0: I cannot stand when I go to an event and it's like no chairs those stupid tall tables for you to stand oh my god at. yes okay like and that's just me as a woman who wears high heels <laughs> you
1: know? yes people with a like uh, older people yeah. people on with like crutches or is that called crutches yeah yeah um all that kind of stuff like I've actually been to events and there's the, like massive events where they have these high tables. You know, those high tables are those high chairs. Yeah. We have to climb on it. Yes. <laughs> not everyone can get it. And that's all they have. No. And if you tell them where are the chairs, they're like, here's the chairs. Like you, not everyone's 18 years old. Another thing is ASL. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. American Sign Language. Yes. Um, did you know ASL is like different and in... just like, on a tangent, it's like different in different languages in sense, like the actions are different too.
0: Yes, because it's American Sign Language, and then there's German Sign Language and Italian yeah. Sign Language. Yeah, I actually took ASL uh, as my language in high school. Oh, you can do it. Yeah, oh, I cool. mean, not Teach like me well,
1: but yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's something I really want to learn. There's this like really
0: great video. I love it so much. Um, I don't know where in the US it was, but it was like this little town. And there was a man who was deaf who lived there. And at the community center, everyone got together and learned like basic ASL. And then they filmed this, they gave him like a day of like, everyone speaking ASL to him. And he was like, this is really cute. It was really, it was really adorable. But like, you could see his confusion at first. He's like, why is everyone speaking ASL all of a sudden? Like what? That's (laughs) super cute. Yeah,
1: it was. It was really (laughs) heartwarming. We'll post that in the description for sure. Yes. (laughs) All right. The last thing about accessibility, obviously this topic is so big. Yeah. That that's something that I think almost everyone uses now and probably have to use it because of work and stuff like that is the internet. Mm -hmm. How can we make the internet more accessible? So... Uh, there's an article in the bo- below that you can actually go check it out, but we're going to read out some of them. The first one is including alternate text for images. Uh, it basically just means that uh, there are some images or something that in your website that you have to have. Uh, some people can't see it, but they can hear it. So actually using things like text below it uh, that that can be read to them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or yeah, the computer sometimes like a, reads stuff to you. Yeah,
0: there's a function, an accessibility function on the computer, um, where, like, when you click on
1: something, the computer reads it to you and tells you what it is. Exactly. Like, for example, you look at an image, it'll say something like, Sarai is watching porn. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, you're just, like, telling all my business. I, I told you this
0: story in confidence, Jeremy. <laughs>
1: well you made it the truth i could have just made it like hypothetical but okay (laughs) you're a rude bitch
0: no but i told you this i told you this right with the alexa (laughs) yes i did okay you're a bitch i hate you
1: okay so
0: adding audio descriptions to video content what is that
1: what i don't get it So it's like, uh, so there's a video uh, that you can't actually see. It's the same thing going along with images where, Mm -hmm. um, you know, people who can't see. So there's a description of what the video is doing, like, Mm -hmm. you know, audio of it. Right. So like, 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 it'll be like. That's also setting in um, on Netflix. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So having that, so having that across the internet, for example, like YouTube, things like that. Mm hmm the next one is prioritizing keyboard access and compatibility Uh, a cousin of mine is actually uh blind basically like Mm -hmm. she can't see a lot so a whole schooling especially during the pandemic was done through the computer so they had to get like a special keyboard for her it looks like a toy keyboard it's like these huge keys like uh you know how it's really small for us and we are used to typing a particular way but if you can't see well you need yeah. to see the keys, like, really big. So a keyboard is, like, massive. So things like that as well. Having hardware uh, that, you know, people with disabilities are able to use as well. hmm Yeah. Um, improving accessibility for mobile internet. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. Because of the mobile, I personally saw it recently, and I was, like, so proud of this woman. She was on the u mm-hmm. and she's having a full-blown conversation over text message. Yeah. But she was talking into the phone. She was talking uh-huh. in German. So I do not understand anything she was saying. She was like, blah, 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 blah. And it's like typing, 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 typing. And then she hears it like in a year, like mm-hmm. it'll read it back to her. And then she will send it. Sort okay. Of idea. That's interesting. So, Exactly. So mobiles being a lot more, um, you know, uh, accessible, accessible yeah. in a way. Uh, The next one is introducing accessible coding initiatives. So as we know, coding and web development jobs are ever on the rise. Now, after developing something called Everyone Can Code, an educational curriculum designed to teach children the language of technology, Mm -hmm. Apple launched an initiative to bring the program to schools that specifically support deaf and blind children. Yeah, that's a good idea. Good on you, Apple.
0: Because it's like, um, if these things are not made accessible, then you're uh basically excluding a portion of the population from having these jobs and yeah it's, it's like these are the jobs of the future
1: you know exactly these are jobs of the future and you're also excluding talent like yeah. these could be like the next most brilliant mind oh my god what's his name the person with a disability but is an extremely stephen uh god huh? he's on a wheelchair and he has to talk through a computer. Steven my hacking. god he's Yes. Okay. <laughs> For example, you could be completely excluding someone like Stephen Hawking just mm-hmm. because you're not accessible sort of idea. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think feel we have like, more to talk about in the Patreon. I feel like
0: <laughs> I need to tell you this story about my mother and the deaf store clerk, though. Right in this moment, it needs to go on the main feed. Uh, okay, see, please do tell it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, like, in Los Angeles, in Pasadena, where, I, where I'm from, there's this store called Stats. And it has only holiday supplies, and it's like the Throughout size, the year? yes, and <laughs> every single holiday you could think of. Um, oh, okay, okay. But like, it, it it has sections, so like, there's always a huge Christmas section, and it's the size of like a football field. Um, the fuck. Yeah. So like, my mom <laughs> and I were there. I w- I must have been like eleven or twelve. And we are looking at uh, Christmas ornaments. And she really is, like, looking for this one specific ornament. And then she sees this man who works there walk by. And she's like, oh, excuse me, sir. And he doesn't stop. And he just keeps going. And so she's like, did you see that? This man is, like, not trying to help me because I'm black or, like, something like that. <laughs> and so, like, she's running after him and, like, excuse me. Excuse me, sir. I'm like, excuse me. And so finally she, like... Taps him on the shoulder and he spins around and she's like, I've been calling you for like the last three minutes and running after you. Like, what are you, deaf or something? And
1: he... <laughs> he can lip read, I guess. Yes.
0: And so he goes, well, yes, actually I am. <laughs> and oh my then God. my mom just started crying immediately. So she was embarrassing. Just like, Oh it's Like she just started <laughs> crying from the embarrassment. And I was a little asshole and could not stop
1: laughing. I know. Yeah. it's that is so embarrassing <laughs> yes. too. Yeah. He's like, yes I am. Yes I am. And she was just
0: like, oh no, I'm so sorry. And just like started crying. <laughs> yep.
1: <laughs> we left in shame. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like you have a lot more stories when, it, especially around you. You being on a wheelchair when you were yeah. like a kid and stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. Would you would you mind talking about it on patreon
0: no problem come join us on patreon to hear about uh (laughs) when i had a body brace that went from like my clavicle to my knees and was in a wheelchair
1: (laughs) oh my god and can we also talk about food like is that part of accessibility like you having celiac disease and someone not providing you oh my uh, god yes i will get on my soapbox
0: for this one yes let's do this on absolutely Mm
1: so let's end this pod here
0: yes go like and review us on apple podcasts follow us on
1: insta facebook and twitter and Mm -hmm. tiktok soon
0: um and join our patreon we have so many great stories and additional content and episodes um we do release them as bonuses sometimes but i think we're going to stop doing that and just leave them on our patreon yeah,
1: for people who actually pay for it. Yes, but all two of them.
0: Please help me out. I don't need to hear from my ex again about me dragging him.
1: Oh God! All right, so let's go into our Patreon. Thank you for listening today, guys. Yeah. Thanks. All right. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>